not my usual practice, but I just have <laughs> to, to greet everyone this morning. Praise God. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Um, um, please, if you, there's a, there will be a paper that will be passed around. If you know you have not, we have not taken your contact, your, or your home address, because we are compiling so that anytime, uh, any of us is not around, uh, our follow-up uh, team can be able to reach out to that person through the contact and through the home address. So uh, Pastor Moses will be helping me in that regard. Uh, if you know that um, uh, you've not written down your, your name, you know, please help us and do that so that we can get your contact information in our, in our, in our records. Hallelujah. Last week, we did not do that, but I forgot. So this week, I don't want to forget to get out and do that. So if, we not, if you know, we have been thinking, you know, apart from the attendance upstairs, we'll take attendance. So if you want to be writing and taking attendance, we'll take attendance now. Then um, uh, we want to collate information for every one of us so that anytime any of us, you know, is not around, we don't see anybody, we'll be able to reach out to that person. So if you know, and I know this person has not put down his name, so, you just pass the paper. So, those who have not put down their contacts, their address, and so on, to do that. Amen. Praise God. Uh, um, we all agreed last week that we should continue on. Uh, we are under six, sir. No. So what I agree last week and you know, um, the thing we started with we should continue with that. Understand? So and uh, Reverend Mrs. Good to see you. So and uh, we want to, you know, continue. Where are on last week, sir? Briefly, I just 
say some things and give us uh, opportunity to, you know, say what God has, you know. Ha, ha, I'm committing a, a I've not greeted. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were I greet you too, sir. Welcome so much. Uh, um, praise God. I'm trusting for out of place put my words. Sorry, I know what to say. I'm just trying to know how to put my, my words based on what we, we looked at last time. Uh, we began to look at um, uh, there's expectations of God, God's expectations for, from us as ministers. Another expectation, are you following me? from us as ministers, and that's, we'll find that recorded in the book of Ephesians, right? Why he gives gifts to men, right? For a scientist to be able to uh, bring men to the knowledge of the fullness, the measure of the fullness of the statue of Christ, right? And that manifestation of the life of Christ, actually what the Lord himself is waiting for is fruit, right? Are, we, are you following me? Yes. But for that to be achieved, Apostle Dave, are you here? Apostle Dave is trying to, Apostle Dave is trying to look into the spirit. <laughs> so, um, um, for that to be achieved, we need to look at, we need to compare notes. Uh, what the comparison of the notes this, I may not be speaking uh, maybe the way in a very uh, good order through my words. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is where he wants to stay. This year is well for Papa and Mama. Just stay like that. So to, to achieve that, uh, he has to, we have to compare notes on the things we'll teach, the things we'll preach. And uh, all of us last week were unanimously agreed, for those who were around, that we need to look at, we need to compare notes, we need to look at what we teach. Because uh, if what you are teaching is not the gospel of the kingdom, or it's, it does not, it's not all encompassing the, is my grandma right, Morris? Is my, <laughs> my grandma right? It's not all, you know, it's not capturing all about the gospel of the kingdom. Then you see what God is expecting. That the, uh, the reason why he called men and gave gifts to them is for them to raise men to become um, uh, precious fruit of the earth, right? Which the husband man is waiting for. 
So if what we teach is not centered around the gospel of the kingdom, then what God is expecting will not be achieved. Do, we agree, do you agree with that? So that's why this morning or this afternoon, we want to compare notes. Because the reason why God sowed a seed in us, or that that seed is called the life of God and that is sowed in us, is that that life would bring forth fruit, right? To bear fruit. You understand? John 15 said, he said, uh, the essence, the branch is in the vine. It's for food bearing, right? And if it's not bearing fruit, right, it would want to see that, it would want to ensure that that particular branch that is in the vine is bearing fruit. Because what God is uh, actually, you know, looking for is the precious fruit of the earth. So it is important that we look at our notes and look at what is the 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 the, uh, the gospel of the kingdom. Please, am I making sense? Yes, Some of us are clever is laughing. Am I making sense? Okay, my <laughs> 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 uh, maybe. I know. See, see, I, 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 I have overcome that. <laughs> By the grace of God, I just want to know whether we are on the same page. Hallelujah. So, in achieving that, that that's what God wants. Why God raised us as ministers of the gospel, that we cannot afford to uh, throw away the substances that God has provided for the other resources. That God is probably resources is the kingdom. So, and if I am not seeing the resources, is the gospel of the kingdom. Now, if I'm not seeing fruits in my life or in the life of people that God has put around me, it's because I should check what I'm teaching. I should check it very well again and again. Is it the gospel of the kingdom? It may look like the gospel of the kingdom, because it may not exactly be the gospel of the kingdom. So, that's why today, uh, in uh, Matthew chapter 24, just that scripture, I'm just going to sit down because I, I don't think I have uh, so much authority this morning to uh, talk. In Matthew 24, uh, when you look at verse, um, verse 12, Matthew 24, verse 12, Matthew 24, verse 12. Matthew 24, sorry, verse 14, not verse 12, 14. Matthew 24, verse number 14. And this gospel of the kingdom, we will preach, what can you say, shall be preached, will be preached in all the world. So there are messages that have been preached in all the world. There are other gospels that have been preached in all the world. We're trusting God for the gospel of the kingdom to take over the world. Right? But we need to understand what this gospel of the kingdom is. Amen. Amen. So, am I on course? We need to understand what this gospel of the kingdom is. Then, 
the essence of the gospel of the kingdom is that it's for a weakness unto all nations. So weakness is not just um, mounting it, right? Weakness is not just mounting it. It's not just declaring it. It's not just saying. It's not preaching. It's not just sharing revelation. Weakness is ability to allow, you know, somebody said that the word became flesh, right? That we should make, if the word became flesh, right? I mean, then we should make flesh the word. Do you understand what I'm saying? If the word is made flesh, we should make flesh to become the word of God. Because when flesh becomes the word of God, it's what Paul referred to in first, um, Second Corinthians chapter 3. He said, ye are what? Our epistles, right? We are epistles, known and read of what? Of all men. Are you seeing that? So that's exactly the picture. That is the weakness. If this gospel of the kingdom is preached for the weakness unto all nations, then the end will come. So what will bring the end? And it's what to bring the end of this age, what to bring the harvest that God is waiting for is what? The gospel of the kingdom. So but anything I teach outside this will not bring the end. I mean, it will not bring the end of this age. Pastor Israel, your face is very strong. Try and modernize it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm joking. Uh, anything that is not the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom, cannot bring an end to this present age. So you see that the answer to the, to the end of this age is the gospel of the kingdom. And we all need to understand the whole package of the gospel of the kingdom. I read other two scriptures or so from uh, concerning Apostle Paul, concerning that, then I'll give room for who the Lord has put in his heart this morning to bless us, to educate us, to enlighten us, to open our eyes to things that we need to know concerning the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Because it is, this, it is in this gospel that causes the life, it is the water that causes the sea to do what? To grow. The life to grow. The life to express itself, to manifest itself. And the life becomes flesh, becomes the world. So, but if I'm using the wrong, if I'm not using the, the right water, or the, if I'm using the wrong water, that life will not, the life is there, but you don't find expression. It will be a weakness. And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, right? And you shall be witness unto me in Judea, in Jerusalem, and unto the uttermost part of what? Of the earth. Somebody gave me, somebody gave me some understanding. So I don't know why it's correct. <laughs> he said, when he said, in Jerusalem, speak about my spirit. When you say Judea, I speak about my soul. 
<laughs> when he said, Otto, out of the age, you can't my body. I did the manifestation of the life. The weakness begins in my spirit, right? And, uh, what? Samaria. About three places he mentioned. Now, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you an understanding of that word weakness. That weakness is not what just will, what will mount. It begins in our spirit and must end in our body. Are we together? Okay, let's look at the book of Acts. Let's see what uh, Paul, how was Paul was able to bear the level of fruit he bear while he was uh, called to be a minister. You know, one of the things that Paul, 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 Paul wrote, uh, you see the Paul that wrote it now, Luke, uh, in the book of Acts 26, he said God called him to be what? A minister and a witness to his people. Not just a minister, but equally a what? A witness. So witness is not just the carrying of the Bible. I'm going from street to street or places to places. Is that your life, your conduct, your conversation is being written of the life of God you have received. Where it's not putting you how to be more influential, how to be more popular, how to be more, how to be more... Um, uh, uh, it's showing you how to you know recently I understand that the faith life is not a life to grab things the faith life is a life to lose things eh? the faith life is not a life to collect things it is a life to let go let go things The young Christian, when he was introduced to that faith, you know, this is what this what Paul said. Paul said, I live by the faith of the sword, son of God, right? That faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, right? So that faith of the son of God is demanding for you dropping your life. Are you seeing that? To receive his what? To receive his life, Right? So, faith is not for the grabbing of things. Faith is to lose things. You know what Paul said? Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, he said, uh, Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, he said, I count all things. I'm uh, sorry. I count all things, for, for, I count all things but dumb, right? He now said, talk about the, I, the, I talk about the loss of all things for that I may win Christ and may gain Christ, the loss of all things. So the relation of faith to Paul is to lose things, to lose this life and gain the life of God. So what Paul was crying for is, is resurrection. He said, I have not attained. I, I, what I'm saying now, I'm not showing as if I've already attained. I'm, what I'm doing now is that I am pressing towards the mark of the high calling so that I may attain the resurrection of the dead. Now, all of this thing will not happen if we, if we are not pointing men to the gospel of the what? Of the kingdom. A lot of men are living here. 
a lot of affections are here. A lot of pursuits are here. There is no pursuit of God in man's heart. Why? Because of the things we teach. And what God is saying to us in this season that he wants to bring us back to, let's compare notes. Why we not the present, what is happening in the nation of Nigeria? Obi will not change it. Because it's not giving that mandate. It's only what we are praying for is that there will be peace in the land so that we can be able to exercise our what? Our priesthood. We can grow more. We can come of age to bring about the kingdom of God on the earth. If there's no peace, we can't gather like this. Ago. You can't come for your house. All of us will stay in our place. Uh, bro, why are you not here? Say, ah, the road is not good in me. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So why we are praying, we are praying for the peace of the for the peace of the land, so that the gospel of the kingdom can thrive. Because the minute the gospel of the kingdom thrives, what happens? The end will come. Where men they can begin to become this gospel that we preach, the end will come. And that's what God is waiting. That's the food that God is waiting for. Let's see Apostle Paul. Act 24. 20, sorry, 26, verse 22. It said, Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand, witnessing both to small and great, seeing no other thing, than those things which the prophet and Moses said would come. Are you following me? So Apostle Paul, uh, in the book of Art, is showing us that all of his teachings, all of his preaching is centered on a man. And that man, the law, and the prophet captured him. So anytime, you know, recently, if, uh, Pastor Daladi would say, please don't be offended. That's one of the things we say. Say, don't be offended. Uh, these days, the Lord is wanting me to go back to the scriptures before I come back to the peaceful. I am doing it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apostle. Now, because to equip God's people, you need to go back to the law and the prophets. Because the epistles are abstracts from the law and the prophets. If I am one legged, I can't build the people who have uh, what we call what we call um, uh, 
caricature is it a good word? Stafunke is it a good word? Caricature good. Apostle, help me. Eh? What do you say, sir? Caricature core. Means it won't grow properly. It's what? My reverend. Caricature <laughs> you forgive us, Abby. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see that um, what Paul was witnessing to both Paul, uh, small and great is his understanding from what? From the law and the prophets, which is the what? The gospel of the scripture. The, the gospel of the kingdom, which is the scriptures. So that means the scripture captures all that Christ is that we must come into, we must become. So I can't say that my aspect is this. Because the gospel of the kingdom is all what? You're my teacher. <laughs> it's all a compassing. So what if I now say my own area is this? You mean that while raising the people with that area of yours will not allow for what God is waiting. I am not raising the people for the Lord. I'm raising them for myself. Acts 28. Act 28. Verse 23. Act 28. Verse 23, so when they had appointed him a day, many came to him at his lodging, to whom he explained and solemnly testified of the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus from both the law of Moses and the prophets. From morning to evening. Or, you know, you know, there is a way souls, souls are very funny. <laughs> Our souls, a very funny soul. There's a way you be teaching this thing, eh? After I write the soul be yawning. <sighs> I don't <need> go. <laughs> because there is what the soul wants to hear. Yeah. Is it the body that will be yawning that the soul? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I put it, you know, that's how I like to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> eh? you, see, you see this so I said what me I said I may be wrong but I know you understand what, are, what I'm trying to communicate so forget what I said what? <laughs> I say the soul of a man you understand that things the soul love right the soul's love the soul doesn't love to stay in God's presence doesn't love God's presence so anytime the soul stay in God's presence and particularly 
it's, if it's time for worship, right? There are souls that love worship. They can worship and worship and worship. Oh my hello, hello They'll be alive. It's time for the word now. You see, so we begin to sleep. So need to sleep anyway. But I, I, I'm going somewhere. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Some souls. <laughs> you understand? So that's exactly what I'm trying to write across. So yeah, Paul was not seeing any other thing. You know, at times, when we look at the people and the people are boring, we will change. We will change, we'll change the subject. Because the people are boring. So, when the people are bored, they change the subject. Why? Because you're trying to make, to make them to be alive again. Say, this week, <clears throat> the person that will buy the first car in this ministry, that person should shout the loudest hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> you see, that, that's how we wake up again. <laughs> are, are you following me this morning? <laughs> so what hello in the case of this scripture we are reading now that's what I want to say where we read now the poor so people sat for do you know there was, a, there was a, an insert in, in the book of Acts I, don't, I, I can't forget I can't remember please that now where, where this guy fell fell from uh, YouTube R20, right? Paul was ministering from when to when? And a man was sleeping close to the window. <laughs> a man was sitting on the window. And he fell, he fell back and died instantly. Paul did not pay attention to that. He continued his teaching. Till the following morning when he finished teaching. It was when he said, don't worry yourself. Let me go and wake him up. And went and wake that guy. Brought him back to life. Then the following morning, he continues teaching. Teaching continues. And people were sitting down. They, they, they were not saying, somebody shout. If you know you want to be above your, your equals, shout seven hallelujah. <laughs> oh. The, 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 the Bible did not record that. Now look at okay, okay, let's let's uh, okay, let's see let's see Jesus. When Jesus did that crusade, where he fed the how many people? Four thousand and five thousand, right? They were with him for many days. He kept them with the word of God for three days. Not different, the same people, both mother, father, and children. Ma, you will talk. No, no, I'm not talking. There was some sentence you made. Was it not around? Give out the man. Where if that morning, if you check the scripture, you understand? When that incident happened, they did not immediately respond to that incident. 
He already told them that he, will, he, he is going to wake. Check the scripture. Check the scripture. No, I, I don't say he don't continue his teaching. I say immediately. Now you are saying the same thing. If you pay attention, I say immediately he finished waking it there. He continued that morning again and teaching the people God's word. Okay, let's read it. Let's read it. So that we can be on a. Verse uh... 7, okay. Now, that on the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. There were many lambs in the upper room where they were gathered together. And in the window sat a certain young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into this sleep. He was overcome by sleep, and as Paul continued speaking, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. And Paul well down, fell on him, and embracing him, and said, "Do not trouble yourself, for his life is not for his life is in him." Now, when they, when he had come up, had broken bread and eaten, and talked a long while, even till daybreak, he departed, and they brought the young man in alive, and they were not, and they were not a little comforted. Scriptures. So we are trying to uh, just to get the right perspective, which I've gotten from the scripture. That's Hallelujah. Praise God. So you see, Paul continued from uh, morning till evening, teaching no other thing but the gospel of the kingdom. So, and that's what we are trusting God in this season, because that's how they are. Uh, will not be like a tree, right? Planted by the rivers of what? That bring forth fruit, what? In a season. And its leaf will not do what? Whatever it does, does what? Prosper. It is the right word, which is the gospel of the kingdom, that can make that. And we are trusting the Lord that the Lord will help us. Uh, Paul. Yeah, and, uh, you know, okay, let's, let's finish that Act 20, uh, 23. Sorry, 28, verse 23. Let's finish that. Verse. Uh, so he was passing them concerning Jesus. That's verse 23. Jesus from both the law of Moses and the prophets from morning till evening. And some were persuaded by the things which were spoken. And some what? Some, some did not believe. So you should expect that. You know, you know, you know. At times, when when you are pastoring people, and <laughs> it looks as if you are not, they are not respecting you. You say, "What can I do now?" And some will say, "If you if you have tried the same thing, it's not working. Eh? Try another thing. It's not so." <laughs> so yeah, some people did not believe. You get it. Then verse twenty-five says, "So when they did not agree among themselves, they departed after Paul. Paul had said." One word. The Holy Spirit spoke rightly through Isaiah the prophet to our father. So we were talking about uh, they have ears, they cannot hear, and the rest and the rest. So uh, 
at this junction, uh, our teachings, our preaching, to bring forth the life of God, to end this age, is that we need to go back and look at, compare our notes and look at, what kind of gospel do I preach? What kind of gospel do you preach? So if the gospel of the kingdom, there should be a result, there should be fruit bearing, there should be expression and manifestation of that life of God. Are we together, sirs, and mass? So who can, uh, who can take us further? Who can take us further? We ask questions, everybody will answer now. I will answer the question. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When we are saying that, or asking ourselves, you know, the work that we are doing, that about bearing fruit, who is actually doing any work here and is complaining that what he's doing is not bearing fruit? So the thing is, if you are saying, that what you're doing is not bearing fruit. What exactly are you doing? And what exactly is the particular fruit that you're expecting what you are doing to bear? So he's answering that question for us. Okay. Are you come forward, sir? Praise God. Maybe we start from John 15, where you quoted. Let him to smile, please. Hallelujah. Please don't be bothered about my face. I've said it here, the face is full of calm. If you see my mom and you see my dad, sometimes the expression of my face is not my heart. So you will be deceived sometimes to look at my face and think, and I follow come. Thank you, sir. I can't change it. <laughs> Praise God. All right, let's see John 15. Are we there? I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, 
You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By these, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved, loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. So in verse 12, he tells us what that commandment is. This is my commandment. So here he says, commandment as one, that you love one another as I have loved you. So he described that love from verse 13. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, Father, we thank you today. Thank you on the note with which you have started us. We are grateful, O oh God. This kingdom is yours, and we have gathered to see this kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. We have gathered to learn of you. For without you, Lord Jesus, we can do absolutely nothing. We rely on you, and we ask that you help us again. Open our eyes, open our understanding. Let the veils be removed from our eyes and our hearts as we discuss with one another, O oh God. Let edification take place in our midst today. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus started from verse 1. He said, I am the vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So uh, that it may bear much fruit. Now, when we look at this fruit, you look at it, it didn't say fruits. It's one fruit. And so he gave us one commandment. And our commandment, this is my commandment. He didn't say my commandments. So the commandments that you keep helps you to bear that fruit. So growing up as a child, I was made to believe that the fruit is to go out and win souls. But getting up to this point, um, I have come to a point where I've looked at it critically and I have seen that this is not actually what Jesus is telling us about, gathering of people. So he first started to, I mean, by saying he is divine and we are the branches. So divine has a life that runs in it. Divine is known for the life that runs in it. And for our information, when I was growing up, I used to think that divine is a tree. Divine is not a tree. Divine is this climbing plant. You know how yam climbs. Praise God. So, and that vine bears its fruit on the branches. That's where the fruits come out. So, um, like the equation says, that many of us, we are not complaining, we are not bearing fruit. A good number of us thinks we are bearing fruit. And in some ways, we are bearing fruit. But we cannot appreciate this fruit bearing if we do not understand what exactly the fruit is. Because in understanding what a fruit is, 
you will now know if you are doing the will of the master or you are doing your will. Everything we do, everything we do, even as ministers, will lead to some kind of fruit. There are some fruits that come out of it. There are some fruits. But what is the fruit that Jesus is talking about here? What is the fruit that everyone who is a branch, whether you are in the ministry, because if we take it as going out for evangelism and winning many people, it's not every person that is in the ministry that brings people or that pastors people. So if that is the case, then God is talking to the fivefold who are gathering people and large crowds. And of a truth, yes, it's God's will that every man will be saved. It's God's will. And God desires it. And he has put anointing on some to bring that. That's their work. But Jesus also tells us that you can do great works and he will still say, I don't know you. So it means that that can't be the fruit he's talking about. That can't be the fruit. This fruit, you can't bear this fruit and you will be a castaway. You can't bear this fruit and not bring pleasure to the heart of the father. You can't bear this fruit and not please the father. So I'm just showing us the parameters by which I judged and I came to that conclusion that this fruit bearing is not winning people to the kingdom. Why is that is very, very good? But that is not the fruit that Jesus is telling us to bear here. So everyone who comes to him, everyone who is his name, there is a particular fruit that we all are meant to bear. And he is talking to his disciples here. He's not just talking to the fivefold. He's talking to his disciples, those who have believed in him. It means they are in him as divine. And so he began to show them how to bear this fruit. He says that this fruit, you can only bear this fruit by abiding in me. There are many false prophets who are gathering people and deceiving people. If the, the, the fruit is actually to gather people, then most of the false prophets, they are doing far much better than most of us. And then we have no right to call them false prophets because they are bearing more fruit than us. But Jesus has tell, uh, he told us something. He said, by, by their fruits, you shall know them. So by their fruit, you shall know them. He's not talking about by their congregation, you shall know them. Exactly. He said, by their fruits, you shall know them. So this fruit itself that he's talking about, if he were to be talking about winning souls, then you will know those who are mine by how many souls that they have won. So may the Lord open our eyes. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. See, by their fruit, you will know them. When you interact with them, you will know if this one is my own or not. It doesn't matter the congregation the person has gathered. By their conduct, when they speak, when you do things with them, whether you do business, whether you are, they are your members, whoever they are, you can actually tell those who are Christ. You can actually tell those who are Christ. 
We have come to a point where all things, we have accepted everything, of course, because it's, the, 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 the darkness has come upon the church, and the church is coming out of that era of great darkness, the great falling away. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are recovering. But the early church, they were fruits by which they could recognize brethren. And Paul began to tell them, when this person is doing so, so, so thing, don't eat with such a person. Avoid people who don't hold the doctrine of Christ. John warned them. So there was a fruit by which they could recognize brethren. So you don't just come with the label, I'm a Christian. When you say you are a Christian, yes, I welcome you. But I will begin to watch out if truly you are a Christian. And if you are not a Christian, there should be some boundaries. I will relate with you like I relate with an unbeliever. And going to church does not make you a Christian. Accepting Christ and living like him makes you one. Praise the name of the Lord. For a long time, we've been confused about this fruit bearing. Honestly, I have had uh, opportunity to speak with some brethren. The heated argument was not smart, you know. Say the fruit is bearing fruit. One said, ah, they talked about one man of God. He said, great is his reward in heaven because he has many crowns. I said, what do you mean by many crowns? He said, every soul he won. One crown. Every soul represents one crown. I say, ah, Abba. Which means people like Reinhard Bonke, headache will kill them in heaven. How will they be carrying all those crowns? By the time they put them, ah, what kind of head? Then there won't be space. You see somebody carrying like uh, one million crowns on his head. How will that man look like? I say, bros, let's not be children in understanding. Praise the name of the Lord. See, let's not be children in understanding. Every one of us who have been called, it is out of the fruits that we bear that we go out to show forth that fruit. And in showing forth that fruit, there is an anointing that God has put on each and every one of us. For some of us, your own may be to disciple some few people. You must understand your own. For some of us, we are good evangelists. It's not about your righteousness that makes people. Once you say, Jesus is Lord, you see people gathering because there is an anointing upon you. But the fruit is beyond the anointing. The fruit is not the anointing. Judas was anointed. He healed the sick. He casted out devils. But he lost it. Praise the name of the Lord. The devil was anointed. You can't be as anointed as the devil. He was anointed. Whether he's made or created or formed, whichever way, he was anointed. The Bible calls him the anointed cherub. Praise the name of the Lord. So, anointing or the charisma that the Spirit puts upon us, that is not the fruit. If you try to judge yourself by the anointing God has put on you, you will make a big mistake. Because people are not coming because you are holy. People are not coming. Those things you are doing, you are not doing it out of your holiness. No, it's by the anointing that God has put upon you. But the fruit that you have born in your life is actually what you are meant to distribute when those people come. But if you don't have the fruit, you make them twice the children of hell. Which Jesus told the, the, uh, the Pharisees. 
It says you encompass land and sea, going everywhere, combing everywhere. When you eventually get those disciples, you make them twice. The sons of hell. Than yourselves. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So he tells us how to bear this fruit. It's by abiding in me. If anyone abides in me, if you abide in me and I in you, then in another place, he tells you how to abide in him. When you abide in his word. So when you receive his word and you internalize his word, just like Pastor Samson began to talk about, um, you, there was a place where you were talking about the word being made flesh. That the word was made flesh, then our flesh must be made the word. That's actually the place of abiding in the word and the word abiding in you. So when you have received the word and you keep the word, the word is kept in your heart. Over time, you, your reaction, like uh, in 2 Corinthians uh, 3, it said you are our epistles written in our hearts. So there was something written in their hearts. That was their fruit. They went and they multiplied the fruit. They began to write in the heart of other people. And what was it written in their heart? It was Christ. The life of Christ. So in Antioch, the church was seen and they called them Christians because they, they look like, they behave like Jesus. So that's the fruit they saw. So they could acknowledge, they could recognize and associate them with Jesus. They saw how Jesus lived. Hallelujah. Even Paul, John and the rest, the Bible said that when those Pharisees, they captured them, when they noticed the way they were talking, they, they knew that these men were fishermen. They were not this bold. They noticed that this one, Jesus has rubbed off on them. Hallelujah. How many people look at me, will look at me and say, As a clever, you remind me of Jesus. Because that's the fruit. How many people will do business with you? And after everything, he will go, You see, you see that man? He's a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. How many people can trust you? Because that's what we should be going for. If I come and I spend time with Pastor Gide, the times that I have spent, after everything, and people talk about, oh, did you talk about Pastor Clever? I said, that brother is a Christian. For so many of us, most of the things, encounters we have had with false brethren has made us shut our hearts. So even when your brother comes to your house, you are not free. You don't know what's going to happen next. All of us, we are cacking off. You are just, you become a security man overnight. Because, to your brother, because you have come to a point. So many people have come in the name of brother and they left you bleeding. So some have crossed their heart and said, never again. So when you meet with such people, by the way we live, can we make them say, ah, everybody's not like that. This one is different. When you meet with your members, they see you, that you're not just after what they have. You are after, your interest is about their well-being. Can they relax? Can they be free in your hands? Not that when they see your call, hey, this pastor is calling again. They will turn the phone. 
Praise the name of the Lord. How many of your members will come around you and they won't want to leave you? That's what happens when you encounter Jesus. You won't want to leave him. Praise the name of the Lord. The disciples of John, they went to see Jesus. From there, they didn't go home again. If it were to be some of us, you know we would be very angry. John was a very powerful man, a spiritual man. How can your disciples leave you and go to Pastor Samson's church? And then they call you from there and say, Pastor Jide, sorry, we won't be coming. We have seen another Messiah here. We have seen what we, see, what we saw with Pastor Samson is something else. Ah, sorry, I won't come again. You, won't you lock the sheepfold? You will go and change the padlock and tell them anybody that wants to visit any, before you see any man of God, come and visit me, talk to me, talk to me. You change the padlock. You see that sheepfold? They won't go out again. You will become the shep their shepherd. It's not Jesus anymore. But when they came and they told, you know, they were talking to Jesus, John. Another time, they came and said, ah, that Jesus is baptizing more people than you. This man that I just introduced in the ministry, which day. And John, look at his response. He said, I will, I will decrease that he may what? Increase. That's a fruit. That's a fruit. That you think well of your brother. You think well of your brother. That's a fruit. Now when I know Pastor Trudy has an issue, my, this thing is, how do I help him to come out? How do I help him? That's a fruit. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor Trudy showed me a fruit today with Reverend Vicky. Somebody gave me a gift all the way from CBN Estate. Reverend Vicky has been troubling herself to make sure this gift gets to me. She had to move, get to Pastor Chudi's place. Pastor Chudi left the road, came to my house to drop it. That's a gift. That's a fruit. They have preached to me. Praise the name of the Lord. Do you know how to get fuel now? Before you have the, even the, 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 your ATM, self, you, you, even to buy is an issue. You don't have cash, and somebody will expend his fuel. It's not thinking of, ah, this, uh, this thing, how much fuel am I going to waste? It's not thinking of that. That's a fruit. Christ was a selfless person. So these are the fruits we should be checking out. The fruit of holiness, righteousness, love. Love is actually the encapsulation of all the fruits. Love, that's why I said the fruit of the spirit is. He didn't say the fruit of the spirit is. Ah. Is love. Then every other one that follows after is an expression. Just like you have the seven spirit of God. Is the responsibility, is the Holy Spirit. But he has different manifestations. So the fruit of the spirit is love. Then when you love, joy will be there. Peace will be there. Love will be there. You can't tell me you are following Christ and you have no peace. How can you be walking with the Prince of Peace? You have no peace. Then you are an unbeliever following him. That's a fruit. That in the midst of the troubles and your peace is not predicated on what you have, what you don't have, everything is going well. But in the midst of your trouble, there should be peace. 
There should be joy in your heart. That's a great fruit of Christ. These are the fruits we are looking out for. It's not that Pastor Jide has bought a, a Lexus 330. My own is going to be Lexus 350. That's not the fruit. It's not that Ashe Jesus Church, we started together. Now he has uh, 600 members and I'm still struggling with 60. That's not fruit. When I'm looking at them, I, I should be looking out for the fruit of Christ. What has been added in my brother Ashe's life? This is love work. It's inspiring. That's the fruit. Not comparing and competing with one another. Secret jealousy in our heart. Is that the fruit of the spirit? There is secret jealousy, rivalry in our heart. There is... Mm, yeah. Hey, Pastor Jide, how are you? <laughs> Thank you, man of God. Thank you, sir. You are looking good. And you're looking from head to toe and say, man, this guy... <laughs> Hallelujah. You live there and you are telling, Lord, the people we started with together, oh God, this is my life, my ministry, my... Which, what is your ministry? If you have not bearing the fruit of Christ, you have no ministry. Your ministry comes out of the fruit of Christ that you have on the inside of you. So if Christ has not walked in you, he can't walk through you. He has to walk in us. That's why I say, be my disciples first. Follow me. I will do what? I will make you fishers of men. I will make you fruitful. So that out of your fruitfulness, you will go and make others fruitful. So we are supposed to be an extension of Christ wherever we are. In your ministry, my ministry, when I come, not that we'll be competing and comparing one another. When I come, I should be able to rejoice with you. Wow, Christ is growing here. How do we help this Christ to grow? Until we come to this mindset, we are not working for God. Many of us are working for ourselves. Paul calls some people workers of their belly. They work for their belly. Many of us are working for our fame. Many of us are walking for one thing or the other. Is Christ too? No. Christ is not too. The Holy Spirit is not too. So, men and brethren, we need to come to the point where we know what this, this, this fruit is. Ever since, okay, last, uh, last two weeks, there was a word that came to me. And I shared with my wife and the brethren there. You know, what was it? Jesus said to me, I mean, this word came and said, your satisfaction should be from me. He said, until you are satisfied in me, you can't find satisfaction elsewhere. And in fact, my will for you is that you do whatever you are doing out of, my satisfaction, out of your satisfaction for me. I sh you should be complete in me. Many of us are hustling to, be, to make ourselves complete. You can't make yourself complete. That's why there is so much no peace, no joy, all of that. See, if you don't have peace in Christ, you can't have peace in anything. If you like, be the president of Nigeria. You can never have peace. That's right. So he said to me, if you are going to do a good ministry, you must do it from out of, I mean, from satisfaction and your completeness in me. If you are not complete, many of us are seeking completion in many things. We are seeking completion in plenty members. We are seeking completion in money. We are seeking completion in what people say about you. No, I should be satisfied that Christ is enough for me as a businessman. 
And when I'm doing business, I'm doing that business from there, not out of competition with you. If I do business out of competition with you, I'm going to change the, the, this thing. I must, he said, the hasty, how did the Bible put it? That the hasty will not be innocent. Abby? So if I'm doing ministry not out of the satisfaction that I have in Christ, I will do it with so much competition. It will no more be the work of the Spirit. It's a work of a spirit, but not the Spirit of God. It's the work of another Christ. Hallelujah. So please, let's check this complete, let's check out this fruit. And I will have it again and again. Our peace must be in Christ. Our peace must be in Christ. Ask many of us who have jabbed abroad. Now they are working, they have all the money. If they still have that peace. If you don't have peace, wherever you are in Nigeria, if you like, go abroad. Go to America, you won't have peace. Our peace must be in Christ. And every other thing we are doing must come out of that fruit of peace, of joy, and rest. Thank you. Hallelujah. I have a question. Uh, I want us to call um, Bishop. Okay, come on. Praise the Lord. My question, continuing from Pastor Clever's message, is because we all know the fruits is not about church members. But in the present situation we have in Nigeria, the fruits that I'm, I'm bearing, I see how will I do it that will bring transformation within my society, within the people I'm pastoring. Because like, if I have church member, and he got money, 150 naira per 1,000 naira. And my member is able to go and exchange 10,000 era for 4,000, for 3,000. That means the fruit is of corruption. It has not produced. So how will the fruit that is produced in me, how will I be able to work with it that it can be seen in the lives of the people that I'm pastoring? How will I? That's my own question. So that transformation and revival can happen right from our home, our church. Praise the Lord. Father, we pray that you help us for that. That we not shift from the course and be able to achieve what you intend for us. In Jesus' name. Uh, to have that, uh, even the fruit. You know, when you plant a, a seed, it has to die before it comes up with a... And a, it has to be growing. That's if for every condition... Uh, okay, for that uh, 
that uh, germinated uh, seed to grow to the, the stage of bearing fruit. So that stage is what uh, many of us are, are lacking. Like uh, where he had stopped, we are not digging deep. You know, there are, we, have, we know perennial crops, these vegetable and all those, uh, they don't stay long, two years at most. I don't know, maybe I, I'm coming somewhere like uh, Bradan Ladi always. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> perennial crops, if you plant them, at most two years they die because they are not, their root is not digging deep. And the more you are not digging deep in Christ, you, you cannot last long. And the fruit cannot, uh, there cannot be fruit. So, but when you dig deep, deeper, 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 that is when you will see the, the tree the leaves coming up blossom, and it will tell the kind of fruit that one will be bringing. In another way, talking of fruit, like he said, it is not a, a winning soul. Even many are winning soul, they are still harming body of Christ than necessary because the, the souls you want and you don't nurture. Christ said, go and make disciples. So you have no one there. You are committing more havoc. And where Jesus even started with his disciples and many people, he said, you have to become like him. And he said the flesh have to die. That is in Luke 9, 23. He said, let's look 9.23. Look 9.23, please. And in Matthew 16... Verse 24. You know, the same thing he was talking here is what he was telling the, the disciple that he prayerfully chosen. So for anyone to bear fruit, you know, let's look at it if you have amplify. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget himself, lose sight of himself. Like you were talking of certain things the other time. Someone who has not lost sight of himself, who has not dis disowned himself, he cannot bear fruit. Disown himself, forget himself, lose sight of himself, and his own interest. So if I still have interest, 
I cannot be his disciple. And where will the fruit come? They whose fruit, you know, like you were talking on fruit in John, that John 15. You know, it's not talking of fruits. The fruit you see on the same tree in UK, in uh, other country, in Nigeria, in Britain, in uh, China, is this Christ. Christ will not be different. So that fruit, you bear much fruit. So wherever you find the fruit of Christ, that means it is in the attitude and character. Whether you are a mechanic, whether you are a market woman, whether you are a teacher, that fruit, that's where it comes up. The student will see it. The, your customer as a mechanic, they will see it in your transaction and dealing with them. That is the fruit. But it's not possible. The same thing he said in that uh, Luke 9.23, when you look at uh, Matthew 16.24, give us same amplifier. He was talking to his disciple. This is to general people. He was talking to his disciple. So the same thing he demands. And it is not only in the New Testament. It has begun from the Old Testament. You have to disown yourself. You must have no interest. So if I have interest of what I have to do, where I want to go, what I want to become, I cannot be a disciple of Christ. I can't. You see, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires, so it's not compulsory. If you desire to be my disciples, let him, the same amplifier, okay, deny himself, disregard yourself. Your certificate doesn't matter these days. Your attainment is not what we want. If you see some professors that are humble, see some great men. You know, uh, there was a, a man, uh, a, a general, that a secondary school boy was his discipler. A general. That one was using bicycle. And the man was submitting to that, that, that young boy. A general. It's his name, but if he had not come to this point to disregard himself, if he had not come to that point, his security man, his security man is better than that guy, that boy, that secondary school boy, because that one led him to Christ and he was following him up. So one of our brothers and I said, ah, when he saw that the general man respected that guy and he was submitting, he ah, now look at it. And that is the life. That is the fruit. Yes. Because you can't be a fruit. If you have not come to this point. And that's why we lack all this thing and we keep on fighting and seeing things in different way. Because the same life, I will not be afraid of you to give you my pulpit or, you know, because I know what will come out of you. But we are by, I don't know what will come out of you. That's why we, <laughs> if I know we have the same thing, that's why we say what we are having here, if it is the same 
thing we are eating. We should grow the same way. We should have same understanding. She will not be afraid of saying, okay, you go and represent us there. You go to this place. Because it is the same thing that will come out. And we won't need someone from outside before we can achieve what we want to achieve. Why? Because we know what we have, we have, we have taken. So, it's a matter. If you want to talk on fruit, we must disregard ourselves. Forget who you are. Even in a message, Bible said something. He said, you have to leave the driver's seat. You are not the driver. Yeah, bring it out. Let's, if you can give us message, either Matthew or that look, bring out the message. He said, leave the driver's seat. Okay, message. Then he said to the work, I mean, when? No, not Matthew 16, 24, okay. Okay. Went to work on his disciple. Okay, went to work on his disciple. Who intends to come with, him, with me as to let, let me lead? That thing is broken. Let me, I have it here. Message. Then he told them what they could expect for themselves. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Is Jesus in the driver's seat of your life? Then that means you don't know the road. You don't know anything. Let me lead. Someone in the driver's seat is the one that can lead. So he knows the road. But the moment we know the road, we say, no, Jesus, you understand now. Let, let me go this way. We always say, Jesus, you understand now. Let me go this way. You don't know anything. You have disowned, you have disowned yourself. So you now begin to be momo. So let him just be driving on. Let, let him carry you on. Until you come to that point, that is when you are bearing fruit. You will be, be able to bear fruit. People will see Christ in you. In the market, where you are selling. In the school, where you are teaching. As a mechanic, in every field of life, that's where he wants us to manifest him. You know what assists revival? People have not disregarded themselves. God, God's interest is to reach people. We are surveying that. And we now discover the moment you cage revival, if God raises anyone, people are trooping. If God is the one that owns the heart of people, People don't, don't understand. You don't have any people's heart with you. If they are coming, it's God that has given them, given you access. So by that they are coming, you have the access to their heart. And God has given you that uh, to reach out to them. 
And if you don't do what Christ has given you to do, maybe you have shifted. Once he closes their heart, you will see that the thing will not work like before. Why? Because you have lost the assets. And you may not have them again. You know, by the time they now see success that people are trooping, now, you now say, yes, this, this ministry now, it's not listening to the dictate of Christ again. Uh, yes, the idea will be coming. The idea, personal idea. So it's better to do it this way. So the moment you start doing that, Christ has left. The gift of God is irrevocable. Things will be happening. People may be still trooping, but it's no more there. He's looking for someone else again. All the, those revivers of old, all those great men, you know, that's what has crippled the revival. God is not interested in church. He's interested in people. Anything about his people, his kingdom, and his glory, he doesn't play with anybody. About his people. Look at when David was to kill Goliath. He said, who is this that is disdaining or mocking the God of Israel? Eh? So, and see the people of God. He was not talking of self. He was not interested in self. And that's why, you know, that kind of prayer instantly, when you are concerned about the people of God, about the glory of God, about the kingdom of God. If, but you see, it is here I learn, I say, what type of prayer we pray here? But when I now got the understanding, I now know that we are praying right prayer here. Because it's not selfish prayer. I have no prayer, yeah, all the enemy, die, all my enemy, all my father's house. You know, that's selfish prayer. That's not prayer. Because so that you attract people, you are interested to, 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 to think you are interested in them, about them, about their welfare. That's why those prayers, they say, ah, hot prayer. It's not prayer. They are not prayer. It's true. It's selfish prayer. The moment you are in Christ and he is in you, your case is settled. But we carry Bible, we don't, believe, we don't leave it. That's our problem. The moment you are in Christ, it is in you. Your case is settled. I told my people, I said, come. I'm not praying this uh, kind of prayer again. No. When we it, I've prayed it before. Yes. But when you don't have understanding, you do wrong thing and you think you are right. So to be a fruit, we dis disregard yourself, disown yourself, forget your certificate, forget your personality. You are no more nobody. Christ is the one to be express, expressing himself through you, in you, by you. It's Christ. Christ. And that's what Paul was saying in Colossians 1. He said, I don't want, I have not. Uh, uh, Colossians 1 from verse uh, 26. Colossians 1 from verse 26. You see what Paul was saying there. I don't want to know anything among you. It's only Christ. Him crucified. Christ. Christ. 
Christ, when you read it in message, bring her message, okay? This mystery has been kept in dark for a long time, but now it is hot. That thing is uh, <laughs> blocking the... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To know the rich and the glorious uh, secret inside and out, regardless of their background, regardless of their religious standing, the mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ is in you. So therefore, you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It is that simple. That is the substance of our message. We preach Christ, warning people not to hard to eat. Shoot it up. To the message. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each person to maturity. To be mature is to be basic. Christ. No more, no less. To be mature is to be basic. Christ. So, when you see someone that is mature and the basic thing that comes out of such is Christ. That's to be mature is to be basic. And that is Christ. No more, no less. Thank you. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Um, one of the emphasis of uh, Bishop is that um, you can't be a fruit without disregarding yourself, losing yourself. I said, don't take without um, having no interest. And that's how that uh, you can be a fruit. And it's important that, um, like I said this morning, that the reason why we're coming here today is to compare our notes again. He said something that strikes my heart. He said that, um, if I do not know what is coming out from you, it's difficult to give you my full picked. Because I don't know what, we have not sat down to compare the notes. Because uh, what will bring forth Christ, which is nothing less, nothing more, is the gospel of the kingdom. So, and if I do not understand what this gospel is, Right? I'll be promoting the self-life. I'll not be promoting the life of Christ. So it's very important that um, all of us, as we compare our notes again and again, we begin to see what God demands from us so that the seed which he has sown in us begins to bring forth fruit, begins to manifest. By this shall all men know, right? That you are my what? My disciple. So a disciple is one who is not in the driver's seat, right? Who follows the masters for leading, for instructions, for direction. So that's, that's the essence of the scripture. 
all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, right? And it's profitable for doctrine, for instructions, for correction in righteousness, right? That a man of God might what? Thoroughly furnished unto every what? Good works. Uh, sorry, before you come off, uh, Apostle Dave, please. I'm a talk of Christ. I'm not preach. Amen. I'll use myself as an example because bearing fruit must start from you for your pointing to other people. The problem I see in the body of Christ, we point for our members, but we are not pointing for ourselves. And when we don't do, when we do that, this is not working as it's supposed to be. Before I was a man that have anger spirit, which they wish one day I slapped my wife. He talked to me anyhow, which is not supposed to be. He said, I will slap you here. I said, Me, you slap me? I give her some slap. <laughs> I want to tell you the fruit. <laughs> he met somebody. It was a bad fruit. Very bad fruit of anger. Called rot. It's called rot. Rot. Now, before you start the fruit of the spirit, you must start from what? The works of the flesh. So I have it in me. It can't deal with me. Now, another as God helped me, God begin to help my soul. Bring me to the level I am now as a father. He will talk to me and talk to me. I laugh. Said, you know I'm a father now. <laughs> I can't do that again. <laughs> because Christ is walking in my soul, not as before. Amen, somebody. Another one again. If you dare me, it's okay. I know how to deal with you. Very bad prayer. See, people that pray should take, take heed and be vigilant what to do to people. God will reward every man that died because of you. I'll go to camp, but it's okay. See this man? Remove him from the way. I can pay money, stay for camp for three, two weeks because of you. I must make sure you are removed from the, out of the way. It's called wickedness in high places. And God help me. They don't know what, what I'm saying to you. Many people are doing it. They feel that they are praying. But they are killing their brothers. And God help me. Some kind of, well, something happened. I look at the man. That's where he come. I said a lie. <laughs> I destroy because of you. Not because of me, you. I begin to ask God, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Amen. You understand? And uh, I can't talk to you anyhow. It can't do me anything. That time. But now, I can't talk to you anyhow again. Amen, somebody. The fruit is working in my soul. Let me read one scripture. Why I'm saying this to you. God is working in us. 
If you think that God is not working in you, but God is working in me. I see some proof in my soul, but I need more. I need more. I know by God's grace, you finish the work it started. We all shall see the glory one day. Now, let me read a scripture. So, the elder unto the elect lady, sorry, Second John 2 verse 1. The elder the elder unto the, the elect lady and their children, which I love in the truth. I love them in what? In the truth. This is what John was seeing in, in a sister who called himself an elder sister. Paul was seeing something, or John, he was seeing the truth. And that truth was the truth. Paul or someone was communicating to that sister. And this sister bear that truth inside him. He carried it as a truth in his character. And what happened here? He said here, not only the sister, even, okay, listen. Her children, her children, which I love in the truth, not and all that do what? Love the what? The truth. What we are saying this morning about the message of what? Of the kingdom. And they bear the fruit of the message through the living as the man of God was saying it. This sister carried it and show people. And people see it and call this sister. Why God is saying this? I'm sure by God's grace we are in the end time of the message of the kingdom. We must be as God says what. will not be any other for except what God is saying this time around. God is taking us somewhere. Amen. We will not remain as babies. We must grow in Jesus name. Let me read one before I leave. He said, I rejoice greatly that I find of their children walking in the truth as I have received a commandment from the word. Father what gives God joy? What gives God pleasure? Is when we walk in the truth of the kingdom. Without walking the truth, nothing gives God joy. God cannot rejoice when you have, it's good to get things of this earth, please. Me, I needed it more to do God's work. Amen, somebody. If you have the one you want to throw away, give me. Amen, somebody. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Let me tell you, some place where I come from, eh? sometimes Jesus says something. He said, 